What's up, everybody? This is Buckwild and the Loud King coming back to you once again from the dead. <laughs> this nigga laughing at me. Bad as hell, but now, so we got a special guest in the building right here. What I'm saying, you know, uh, the God Marcus Heath. I told you we, he was going to come on with the next podcast, and look, we got him. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Marcus. Yes, sir. I'm in the building. It's Marcus Heath coming at you. Yeah, coming live. And uh, <clears throat> pretty much like, you know, Brandon was saying before on the last podcast, is like I've known Brandon for uh, a good minute, like since Homecoming 2015. And then I've known um, Loud King over here, Dre. <laughs> 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 I know him for uh, probably about like two years. Like, um, I think it's two years because we met in the calf and, and, um, and ever since then, yeah, we've known each other. And I think that was like 20. Shit, was that like twenty? Nah, it was. It's longer than two years. I think it's about twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah, around that time. So, yeah, man. So, known these guys for a while. So, I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So, before we discuss um and start talking about stuff, let's go ahead and have a moment of silence for Mac Miller's family. Um, because he passed away on my birthday last September seventh, and let's have a moment of silence for the victims of Hurricane Florence. All right. If you uh, if you smoke, like went up for Mac though. That's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, okay. So one thing, one thing I want to go ahead and start on. You know what I'm saying? Because there's 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 been a lot of stuff that's been going on with uh two rappers in particular. You know what I'm saying? Have you heard Killshot yet? Yeah, I, I listen to it. It's like so. It's, it's not. It doesn't has. It doesn't has like a what's the word for it? Like the notable like bars is for. Like MGK, like he was doing more stuff for shock value, but if you listen mm-hmm. to like the actual lyrics of it, like it stood out more lyrical wise than MGK did. Right, MGK's this had is like more stuff where the casual fan be like, oh, this shit's hard because it's like something simple they can relate to though. Right, you know, um, MGK's rap that had a lot of quotables on there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was it was it was pretty lit. You know, it said. Uh, his knees weak, the real, real slim shady can't stand up. That shit was fire, at least in my opinion. Um, my opinion on um kill shot. I mean, I think it was okay. You know what I'm saying? I I don't think it was like the best I've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? It it was it was pretty good. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not dissing old dude because I mean Eminem he's still a goat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's 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 in my top ten favorite MCs of all time. You know, number one being Nas, of course. But yeah, it was it was okay. This you know what I'm saying it wasn't the ether, and it wasn't it wasn't uh, what's that Jay Z's diss again? What where he R O C we oh yeah takeover R O C we wanted this rap shit yeah that's what it was okay so Marcus what was your opinion on that? How would you compare um Rat Devil in comparison to Killshot in terms of which one went harder? Okay, so I I would think that Killshot was definitely hard. I mean, some some of the bars that he was, you know, saying in there, like basically talking about, you know, eighty year old me, and you know, comparing that to like, you know, a younger like MGK, and saying that he's still even better than him at that time. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty good. But um, on the side of like the the rap devil, I mean, it was a okay diss. Like I can't compare it to like some of the diss, like even like that I've heard in the past. Like it's not, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like you said, ether or like even like you know the bridges, the bridges over. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think that went way harder. So, 
Like, I mean, it it was good for what it was. He had some, you know, like you said, quotables in there. And, I mean, he, he I, I like how he kind of made it, you know, kind of like real, like legit, you know, how person he is. Like, he was talking about his height and stuff like that. Like, he's tall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's 6'4". Uh, how am I supposed to look up to you and talking about how Eminem is 5'5". Five, five, and I'm like, what the fuck does height have to do with it? You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, but, no, 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 no. So, when he was, when he was saying that, when he was saying that, he was pretty much like saying, "Okay, so like, how the fuck I'm supposed to look up you, up to you? You ain't as tall as me." Basically, what he's saying, like, physically, you short as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, two, one. I think Rap Devil was better, Dre and Marcus think otherwise. So, another question, and this is something I pulled out of my ass, in the sense of somebody. Yeah, pause, pause. Somebody, somebody, um. Uh, a, a good friend of mine from Henderson um, shot me a message on Instagram. I said, we're going to be recording the podcast in a little bit. So we're going to shout him out. A shout out to Damian Maldonado because uh, you gave me this question. So he asked me, how do you feel about going 50-50 in relationships? And what, what he's saying is like, when I ask you uh, going Dutch, Marcus, how do you feel about going Dutch? So, and how going Dutch is mean like going like 50-50. You pay, so. you, basically, it's like, I, you pay for me Right. So like so like a balance. So I I think that the idea of that is it's it's pretty good cuz you know what I'm saying like you know when you when you go on a date like let's say like you go to like the movies, right? And you know um you want to figure out like of course like who's going to buy the popcorn and who's going to get the tickets, you know. So instead of putting that pressure on one person, you feel me? You could, you know, split it up and say like, "Hey, you get the popcorn and um I'll get the movie tickets." That way, you know, it kind of splits it up, you know, 50-50. So it's not like pressure on like, oh, well, you know, I got to spend all my money to do this. Because you're thinking that in the back of your mind, like, uh, that you got to, you know, pay for it. Because, like, most of the time, like, the guy, like, this, you know, taking a girl on the date, most of the time he's, like, you know, thinking about that he's got to pay, you know, because he's trying to wine and dine her. My next question to you is because I asked Dre this question, too. So, and I think it was when I was, I think we was sparking. Nobody nobody can see what you're doing (laughs) I was trying to signal to you But whatever Anyway So question When you take a chick out to eat Or whatever right And your intention is to get laid The fuck To have sex with them And you paying for them to eat And all this kind of stuff Are you paying for sex Hell yeah You paying for sex I mean When I Nah seriously When I think about it There's not A guy on this earth In my opinion This is my opinion that doesn't, you know, think about sex, especially like when they're taking the girl yeah, on the first date. Break. I mean, let him, let him finish his date. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like you, you definitely like thinking about it on the first date. I mean, like it's 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 never that it doesn't cross your mind because it's almost like you kind of, to me, it's like a mental clock that you're playing in your head. Like from the time that you enter the restaurant, you know what I'm saying, to the time that you get the food. To the time that you take the girl back, you know, to the car, like, or if y'all met together, like driving back to their place or to your place. And then, you know, by the time you hit the bedroom, it's like, hey, I mean, either we making it happen or not. So, I mean, well, that's that. That's my personal opinion on it, that I, I, I would think so, that sex is the first thing. I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't agree with that. <laughs> and here's the reason why. I don't. I, 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 I kind of see the angle what you're talking about, 
But I mean, unless I'm literally giving you money, I ain't paying for sex. Technically. But you're paying for a meal, you taking a girl's. You are paying for sex with your time. I do believe that. Like some someone I can't remember who said it, but someone said it like a while ago. You you paying in some form of fashion. If you're not physically just giving her money to fuck, you paying in some form of fashion. That's very much true. Bottom line. That's very much true. And I said, like I said, you're paying with time. So, since we're on the 50-50 topic or whatever, and you see that little border I got over there. I mean, I know y'all can't see what I'm talking about, but it's basically talking about the spectrum of attraction. That was the little part of the podcast. We didn't even get into it. But now that Marcus is here and Dre is here and I'm here, we've all fucked something once upon a time in our lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we And we've all dated women once upon a time. You know what I'm saying? We've all been friends with women once upon a time, pretty much. So we're going to start with the first spectrum of attraction. Physical, at least to me. Um, What is physical attraction to you, Marcus? You can commentate first, then Dre can commentate, and then I'll, then I'll chime in. So what I think about physical attraction is, like, the first few seconds that I see a girl, you know, and – she stands out to me like in a certain way as far as like of course like the the features like you know to her body like she's got to have ass. like yeah obviously the fat ass right not not the fat, fat transfer, transfer but at least like you know what i'm saying some something thick back there something to jiggle but like on top of the body like of course i mean you a nigga's gonna look at the face like because I mean, if she if she don't have like a cute face, then yeah, she is like she she because <laughs> she I mean she gotta be she could be a zoink, but I mean she, she and I would still fuck like <laughs> honestly, <laughs> but I mean nah really she she gotta have like something to look at because you know what I'm saying physical attraction is just that like face body you know what I'm saying. I mean, other than that, I'm not looking for nothing else. I'm not looking at no stupid shit like her feet, you know, because I, I don't got a fetish like that for feet. But, Ugh. yeah. But. No, no, no. I ain't going to flex or whatever because, like, I'm not I'm going to say you on that because I suck toes once upon a time, man. I mean, whatever, bro. <laughs> Trey looking at me like I'm crazy. You be eating them corn chips. <laughs> you wild, bro. No. <laughs> I'm going to be eating the corn chips because, like. I mean, if the girl's feet look nasty, I'm not going to put it, the toes in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, Drake, what is physical attraction to you? Um, Like, them being appealing to me, like, body-wise, face-wise. Word. I mean, and it could be different for different people. Like, sometimes you might just find a girl, she got a pretty face, but she ain't got no body. And vice versa. Like, depends on, depends on the person, like. You might you might see one like damn her body on ten, but a <laughs> face a face nut. Hashtag her body on ten. No, I mean it all, it all depends on the girl though. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. So now my next question is this to you, Dre, because you, what you said is she a zoink, but the body banging, you still gonna date or fuck? Date. That's hard to say. Um, <laughs> we have to have like a lot a lot in common, and that's like. Which brings me to my next She got to end up being like my best friend or something like that. Yeah. Um, smash. If I'm about to yeah. Word, word, word. Respect, 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 respect. Now, um, 
Physical attraction to me is a face can't be on zero though. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotta, so be, she can't be zoint like be, really zoint. Yeah, looks like five, six, face wise. She can't look like uh, so aver- a backup dancer in the in the thriller. So average out to about like average out to about six, seven. Six or seven. If you had the body in the face up, the body average out. Okay, that's fair. That's very much fair. Um, now physical attraction to me is 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 an interesting concept. You know what I'm saying? Because I personally believe that you ain't got to be physically attracted to somebody to fuck them. You see what I'm saying? And you don't got to be physically attracted to somebody to date them either. Um, physical attraction to me is like I look at you, I'm looking, liking what I'm seeing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so the body banging, you know what I'm saying? The face might be banging. I mean, she could be a zoint, and I'd still be physically attracted to her. But, um, yeah, the body banging. She got she got everything I like physically. However, that doesn't mean that she's a good person. Because, like, if a, go- a joint is not who I mean, I'm... Hold up. Being a good person doesn't have nothing to do with physical, though. Okay, but let me get to my point, Dre. Because because the next the next joint I was going to talk about was physical was mental attraction, and like for me, just because I'm physically attracted to me, you does not mean I want to fuck you. It just means I like how you look. That's it. Mental attraction to me is more important than physical, at least to me. So, what is mental attraction to you, Marcus? And then- uh, mental attraction. Uh, to me, when I think about it, it's almost like how, like how a girl like thinks. Like, can she make you? As far as like when you have like certain conversations, like can she really make you think, or make you go like sit back and like, damn, like she really you know saying something here, or like she putting some thought into it. As far as like what she talking about, like, cause ain't you know ain't no guy gonna just like you know be attracted. You know, to of course, like I mean, you could be attracted to a pretty girl, but um, you could be attracted to a pretty girl, but if you know she don't have like the like the right mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, not to say like she doesn't know what she's talking about half the time, but I mean, she gotta have like some type of intelligence or some type of like you know certain type of thoughts as far as like when it comes to conversation and things like that. She gotta like breed off some like intelligence at All least, right. some All type right. of brains. I very, very, very much like that answer, Dre. Me, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say like, kind of similar to what you said. Have to like, she has to be like smart, intelligent to me. Like she has to say stuff that's okay. gonna like intrigue me. Like I want to be around somebody who's gonna like make me think. Where I don't have to be always to be the smarter one in like the conversation. Yeah, challenge me intellectually. Um. This like this was an example like like a girl I used to work with um she was like just a year older than me but like mental wise she was like she could have been like thirty or forty though just like how Word. she would carry herself um in business situations like she was like she was like pretty good so like she was a cute girl but like I was more like impressed by her, like how she thought and how she carried herself than actual physical attraction though. Wow, that's that's a very good answer, man. That's a very good answer. And I mean you mm, all the all the all the all the weed smoking make you think, man. I tell you what <laughs> that ain't got to do <laughs> Anyway. Ew, ew, uh, or my turn. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. That, I'm gonna get that on a T shirt one day. You wild or you turn. <laughs> anyway, point point is like here's it for me mental attraction to me is like you know 
you stimulate me mentally. It's like it's like when you mentally sync with somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 vibe. It's kind of like vibing. You know, when you vibe with somebody, I mean that's that's like the preliminary stage of mental attraction. Like I've said before in the previous podcast, um, mental attraction to me is like when you vibe with somebody and like it's like when you telepathically sync with them. You feel me? Like your thoughts are theirs, pretty much. That's not to say that um, you want to date them, though. You see what I'm saying? Mental attraction can be can be like, oh, I'm mentally attracted to my friend because you know she stimulates me in a way. Um, and you know, I mean, she's my friend and so forth and so forth. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is, man. For me, uh, Jean Grey and uh, Charles Xavier, you know what I'm saying? Cause, cause they telepathically sync with each other. You feel me? Um, next spectrum of attraction is emotional. Now see, people get. Is that like an X-Men reference or something? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Jean Grey is a telepath just like um charles and Xavier. but to my point i was about to say hello gene gray the rapper i'm about to say like, uh, there's a rapper named gene gray yeah like a, a female word. mc ross fuck too word mm-hmm. i didn't even know that i'm gonna check her out um after this is over but nah so um yeah next spectrum is emotional now see people get mental and emotional mixed up you know what i'm saying they think okay we sync mentally, that means I can share my feelings with you. No, that is not the case. Marcus, what is your input? Um, <clears throat> emotionally, emotional I mean, attraction, emo- emotional attraction. Uh, when I think about that, I mean, to me, it kind of feels like the like the mental attraction. But what I'm going to say is that it's, it's like when you feel like you can actually tell like the person like, Maybe like a, a deep, dark secret that really you feel like you wouldn't tell anybody else. You know what I'm okay. saying? Something that really like hits home, like something that's personal. So, and you could still have a connection off of that because maybe they, you know, kind of understand where you're coming from or maybe they give you advice. You know, if it's something like, of course, like, you know, sad, they tell you, you know, keep your head up and they, you know, give you yeah. some pointers. Yeah. And I was, yeah, shout out to Tupac, you know, keep your head up for that song. <laughs> Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to him. Legend right there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, as far as, like, having a connection, you know, if you can really, like, dig deep down and, and kind of, you know, get into, you know, something that that really, you know, shows some, like, true feeling, especially, like, from the both of y'all, then that's when I feel like you have that emotional attraction, especially when they can kind of, like, when the girl can kind of, like, ricochet off of that. And they can, you know, kind of vibe with you in the same way. And it's like, well, hey, damn, like, you know, I'm kind of like feeling her, like, okay. maybe catch feelings. All right. So now, question is emotional attraction like the first step to romance or one of the few steps to romance? Mm, I mean, first step to romance, that's kind of like a little bit excessive because I feel like you got to kind of. When you like get to know the person, I feel like that comes natural Word. as far as emotional uh, attraction. So once that's like in there, once you got that pocket, then it's like, okay, you know, you sense, you know, that type of attraction. It's like you think you can you can go somewhere with this person and like you can be romantic. You know, you like feel like you want to do something for that person instead of like feeling like, oh, well, I got to do it. So. That's a uh, 
between what you just asked? That's a hard question, though, because, I mean, honestly, you can be more emotionally attracted to someone who's your friend than your girlfriend, significant other, or whatever. Though. That's very much true. So, like, Word. Know. That's hard. That's a hard question, though. Honestly. Okay. Well, I mean, can you give us the best answer that you can? <laughs> this nigga Brandon. <laughs> I just said it's like being able to bury your, I don't want to say soul, but speak your emotions and not worrying about judgment. Yeah, yeah. the other person going to judge you or not. Okay. Okay. So so you pretty much just said what your emotional, um, your definition of emotional attraction is. Just by that question. Not even ask you that. Perfect. 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 That means that, that means we're getting close to. Uh, one of the few spectrums of attraction that I really get excited about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not the next one, but the last one. Um, so, like, emotional attraction to me, yeah, it is one of the few steps um, to romance. Because, like, if I feel comfortable sharing my feelings with you, then obviously you mean something to me. You see what I'm saying? Um, if, if I mean, a lot of stuff, some of the stuff that I say, like, I, I don't I don't put out there. You feel me? Um, but if I put that out to you, then obviously you're special. You see what I'm saying? Because, like, a lot of stuff I say is public knowledge. Like, that is facts. Yeah, that is facts. You don't hold nothing in. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, so, to the point, yeah, most of the stuff about me is public knowledge because I believe, and this is this is a quote from Charlemagne the God. Luckily, uh, shout out to him because um, he was one of the main reasons why I wanted to do a podcast in the first place. So the Brilliant Idiots was is one of my favorites. And I'm I'm slowly, I'm slowly liking um, Joe Budden podcast because like you you listen to uh, Joe Budden respond to Eminem mm-hmm. on the Kamikaze track. I was like, okay, Joe Budden, you you really getting it in, man. I mean, so now so now I'm starting from episode one and I gotta make my way through. I'm it's gonna be a minute. That's gonna be a long ass time. It's gonna be a long ass time. I mean, he, 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 by the time you make by the time you get close to there, he gonna be over two hundred because he he like ones if it's new if it's if you dropped a new one the other day, I think it was like one seventy eight or something like that. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much doing the same thing with the brilliant idiots, but that's neither here nor there. Also, um, yeah, Charlemagne the God said that if you live your truth, nobody can use your truth against you. Yeah, he been saying that forever. He been saying that forever, mm-hmm. and because and you know that quote stuck out to me, so that told me okay, if all the you know, the bad stuff about me, if I admit that to somebody or tell that about myself and it's public knowledge, I can acknowledge I made a mistake. Then somebody that trying to assassinate my character can't do that because I already I talked about it. Assassinate my character. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's from? What is uh Damn. Is it from no, Juicy I, J? No, that's, uh, that's, that's Jay-Z and um, Hove from the... Um, Watch the throne. Oh shit! Kanye what West. You what? What you need? You don't, you don't remember this song? Nah, nah, nah. I, I, um, when I listen to Watch the Throne, everybody thinks Otis. Got It's it's called Gotta Have It. You don't remember that song? Nah, bro. I gotta I gotta listen to Watch the Throne. I ain't heard Watch the Throne since yeah, like that's wild. 2000, 2014, bro. Yeah, I just I just seen some shit on Twitter the other day. I don't know how true. Like I need I need to I need to listen to that shit again. But it was like. They confirmed part two, but I don't know how true that was, though. 
they're, they're coming out with Watch the Throne 3. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how true that was, but I heard somebody say that. Jay-Z and Kanye ain't been on the best of terms for what I've heard. Man. So, I mean, if they're if they coming out with an album, that's dope. Because, like, Kanye ain't been on some crazy shit lately, like he usually is. But that's neither here or there. So, emotional attraction is pretty much like I can talk to you like, like my friend or my girlfriend. And like I said before, like, some things... You would tell your friend, but you would never tell your girlfriend. Because, like, sometimes your girlfriend lacks that understanding that your friend has. And it's typically like that. So, my next uh, set of attract, um, spectrum of attraction, sexual. You see, you see, you see, I got five spectrums of attraction. This is, to me, in my opinion, because I think there's more than, there's more than five, but these are the most important to me. And I want to get y'all viewpoints on it. So, sexual attraction. What is it to you? Because I know because physical and sexual attraction are not the same. I want to clarify that. Go ahead, Marcus. So sexual attraction, I I, I think that's real important, you know, aside from the physical attraction, because I mean, again, like mentioned earlier, like like the girl could look look good, but, you know, you still might not have want to have sex with them. So, you know, right. So, I mean, it like it kind of. I'll, I'll put it like this, like, it's it's almost like that very second, like, when you actually are with the girl, and you actually, <laughs> when you get that feeling, when you get that feeling, nah, but, like, when you get that certain feeling, and you like, hey, I'm kind of, you know, feeling this girl, so, you know, and you think at that point that you, you know, do want to have, like, sex with her. So, I mean, you show the signs, right? You, I mean, you, you've shown that you, you're flirtatious with her. You might, right. you know, kind of, like, try to, like, you know, do certain things. To, like, maybe, like, try to hold her hand, you know, try to, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I'm trying to think. Mm, maybe, like, I guess, like, get closer to her okay. in a way. And, like, you know, maybe, of course, like, if you're in a the movie theater, like, put your arm around her and everything like that. Try to, you know what I'm saying, like, going for a kiss, like, I'm not saying, like, you try to just, like, do it directly, too, because if you do it directly, it's not it's not going to go well, like, <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, I, I think overall, if you have that, that certain connection, and you do, you know, want to have sex, then she's, she's obviously going to feel it, too, but you got to kind of, like I said, you kind of like not got to push her to it, but it's almost like you got to throw it out there like, hey, like I'm trying to fuck. So that's right. Make your intentions obvious. Like make it make it real obvious, not too direct, but it's, you know, make it like subtle. So you said subtle. I'm going to let me tell you a little story, man. A little story, man. I mean, story time. Story time. And now remember, for you spies out here, uh, this is all conversation. <laughs> you don't have to. Whatever. No, Dre, 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 Dre. We you still gotta remind the spies out here. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so this is this is this is somewhat conversation. This is a somewhat a true story. Like there there's been some girls that um I've met in my time being in Central, not not at Central, you know what I'm saying? The told to told me straight up, like, I wanna fuck you. And I'm like, Okay. And this is the thing for me. I I like aggression. I like aggressive women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like women that know what the fuck she want 
and and, and ain't gonna and ain't gonna beat around the bush to get it. You feel me? Not just not just sexually, but you know, in her career or something like she she want that promotion. She ain't gonna beat around the bush. She gonna get that damn promotion. She gonna do what she gotta do. You know what I'm saying? I I, I like that. I like that in women. You see what I'm saying? So so what I'm saying is, um, I met this chick. Uh, she was she was very aggressive. <laughs> it was a little tender story, or whatever. Um, she she was from I forget where she from. Even even if I did remember, I wasn't gonna say it on here because I don't I don't know who's listening. But I mean, anyway, she got like a hotel room in Chapel Hill or whatever, and you know, I got topped off on the hotel balcony. <laughs> And she and she was straight up aggressive with it. And that's why I like. But now, nah, so um, Dre, what's sexual attraction to you? I was trying to figure out how they tied to this the whole thing we're talking about. But never mind. Um, in the famous words of Lil Will, what that mean to me is if I tell her bust that pussy open, I tell her bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just fuck around with y'all, but um. Honestly, I just say it's like when you when you and like a girl or if it's a girl, whatever. As long as y'all got like chemistry together. Oh, like, I was just about to mention that. And you're not like forcing something. Because like right. there's been situations where you may be with somebody and it doesn't feel natural. It's like you're forcing. I can testify to that. Forcing yourself on it instead of just kind of both of y'all being natural with each other. Uh, that's very much true. That's very much true. Is sexual chemistry the same as sexual attraction? No, no, because I don't, I don't feel like you could, I mean, have that chemistry, but if the attraction's not there, I feel like it's two peas in a pot, right? Like, you got to have the sexual attraction in order to have the chemistry. Because you ain't got no attraction, where the chemistry coming from? It's, it's missing, it's ghost. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, it could be that, but I, I still feel like you still got to have the attraction first. You got to have like something to pull you in how to have that chemistry how would you know the place is good if you don't have sexual attraction to it look man look man I, i'll be straight up with you and this is just some this is some real shit i've had some i've had sex with chicks that i ain't been sexually attracted to and i mean no Seth, i think you can see your own statements like you might okay not be, you might not be physically attracted to them but if you smash them, I'm pretty sure you smashed more than one time. So you was of course. sexually attracted to them. Okay. You, you didn't you didn't just hit it and quit it. You went okay. back more than once. Okay, okay. You was fiending for more. Word, word, word. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I, I did I get that I did get that twisted up. That's funny because I get on niggas about that shit. But no, so I got it twisted. I was physically attracted to a joint and I still I wasn't physically attracted to a joint, but because ment- because we sank mentally and emotionally, I still fucked. You see what I'm saying? And then I found out that the pussy was good. I was like, okay, this is sexual chemistry. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was it was good. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how that's how it ended up being. Sexual chemistry to me is like, think about it like when you when you insert your key into your car, right? Roll with me here. Roll with me here. And you ain't got to struggle to to get the key. Oh, uh, the key the key door to open. You know what I'm saying? It it, it just goes right in there. Just turns easily. I think that's what sexual chemistry is like. It's like the key fits perfectly into the lock. However, sexual chemistry could could fuck niggas up, and this is why, because you can have sexual chemistry with somebody and they be a shitty ass person. And because 
And because they're a shitty ass person, you keep going back to them. Because the pussy good or the dick good, in the case of women or gay men. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I, I just wish, I know y'all can't see this, but I just wish y'all just saw his like face when he made that transition. But go ahead, go ahead, Freddie. Dre, you you turn his hell, bro. <laughs> but no, so that's that's what it is. Do you believe? Okay, so do you believe you can be sexually attracted to a zoink? I could. I could be sexually attracted to a zoink, but I mean, as far as being like sexually attracted to a zoink, yeah, the the, the pussy could be good, or like you know, for like um. Right, and the head is immaculate, but I mean, at the end of the day, that just means that I'm just getting my benefit where it's like, you know what I'm saying, I'm getting what I want, but it's not, you know, it's not really like that that full-on thing where it's like, okay, she's like sexually attractive, and you know what I'm saying, and I'm getting, you know, the chemistry on top of that, so to say like you could be sexually attracted to a joint, you can, but it's just... Like you won't like get the experience out of it, and I know that sounds like weird, but like you still want to get like a good experience out of it. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. So Dre, can you be sexually attracted to do a zoink? How zoink we talking? Though? <laughs> okay, so we we not talking like really really bad zoink. Like she looked like a a backup dancer in the Thriller music video. Zoink for for y'all new kids who are listening because some of y'all don't even know what Thriller is or whatever. I'm talking about the zombies dancers. Okay, just to clarify. So we're talking like okay, so what who's who's a celebrity who you consider a zoink, but you think, okay, well, maybe. Damn. It would be like that level. Maybe uh <laughs> this is so random, but maybe like Lisa Lapanelli. Like that, I guess. Damn, I haven't heard that name in a long ass time. Shit, where the hell have I been? <laughs> That's the only thing I think of. Everybody else I was thinking in my head was like, fine, 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 fine. So, like, that's the only person I could thought of. Word, uh, word. But yeah, what about uh, Lisa Lapinelli? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But yeah, her zoint level, could you be sexually attracted to him? I mean, I see niggas every day. Like, that in my opinion they probably could get like way better women but in my head I was like something probably keeping them there gotta be the fire box so <laughs> I mean she so got that mother box pussy a, shout out to DC Comics I said I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say no I'm like f- f- be this me standard standards what I, I would probably say I wouldn't do that but I would never say never honestly never say never look man look man I've been said it. Most chicks, I smash the zoinks, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you know why? You know why? Because the zoinks that I smash, and this isn't any, this ain't the thing for all zoinks. You know what I'm saying? The zoinks that I smash could fuck good as hell. And that's what kept me around. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that they were good people. I mean, that that too. But, I mean, if, if, if a zoink, you know, if a girl is, like, good at fucking, that's going to that's gonna keep you around. Even if, like, overall she's just a shitty person or she, or in the case because she's a zoning, I ain't feeling her or whatever, right? I mean, that's 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 what it is. Um, so, my next 
am last spectrum of attraction. Spiritual attraction. Now, I don't know if y'all niggas is religious people. Uh, but, but like, religious is not the same as spiritual. You know what I'm saying? I, I would consider myself a spiritual person. I wouldn't say I'm religious. You see what I'm saying? When I say um, spiritual attraction, I'm saying it's somebody's good for your spirit. It's like it's like all the spectrums of attraction mixed into one, in my opinion. Because, like, if somebody's not good to your, for your spirit, why the fuck are you talking to them? Why are you hanging around them? Why are you associating yourself with them? I um, There are some people that I've had in my life you know, um, recently and years ago that were spiritual cancers. And, you know, when I realized that I cut them out, cut the tumor out, my life got better and I was feeling better. And like, it was like when the universe rewarded me, okay, you did this and you did that, man, we're going to reward you for this. But yeah. So Marcus, what is spiritual attraction to you? Uh, spiritual attraction uh, I feel like it's it's something where basically mm, if I had to put it right, I guess it would be like kind of like what he said, like all of the attractions put together, but it's like it's almost like a vibe thing. Like if everything like kind of pans out then and you getting like positive vibes from the person, then I think like ultimately – you know, you have that spiritual connection because it's like, okay, it's almost like that person makes you want to do better. Like, like where you want to like succeed, like, or you want to, you know, kind of accomplish your goals. And then on top of that, you know, they, they want to do the same thing. You know, they feel like, oh, okay, like I need to do better for myself because this person uplifts me. Like they, you know, they want to see me do, you know, good, um, you know, out here in this, this cold, cold world. Like they, you know, want to, see uh me accomplish you know the goals and everything um that i want to do so or you know that uh that a person want to do because i don't want to just make itself as like i but you know just what uh, a person wants to to overall do as far as their goals like um to be successful um but that's that's how i feel that the spiritual attraction like in my opinion what it is okay um me, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't have like a super long answer on this one. I would just say like someone who I could feel I could be one with on just more just like a physical level or um, emotional level. We sync on different things. We don't have to have like the same religion or nothing like that, but we just connect on like multiple asp- aspects. Um. Maybe just like striving to see each other do like well though. Oh no, that's definitely that's definitely right. Now I've only heard a snippet of it because I just went to use the restroom. But um I do believe like you don't gotta be the same religion as somebody to um have spiritual attraction because like spirit is spirit regardless of what you believe. You feel me? And like some of the religion a lot of the religions in the world have similar beliefs, you know, be a good person, um, do right by um, your your friends, so forth and so forth. Honor thy neighbor. I mean, these are these are all um, religious principles that pretty much are in every religion. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Now, I got a I got a hypothetical. You know what I'm saying? I got a hypothetical, and because we was just um, talking about. Shit or whatever. So, Marcus, question. 
if you could go back to the past five years from now, so you're 26, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, 26. Yeah. Um, so five years in the in the few in the past, you would be 21. Mm-hmm. Same by the same age I was two years ago. If you could go back in the past and fix your mistakes to where your present changes, would you do that or go to the future and see your future? Uh, when you're in the future, you can't fix your mistakes because because that could alter a lot of things. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can go back. You can go back in the past and fix your mistakes, but or you can see your future and to prevent the mistakes in the present. What you gonna choose, Marcus? I'm probably gonna choose like going back into the past and you know try to fix some mistakes because um, I I feel like that if you have that opportunity to kind of you know change. Um, what could have happened, then that's that's a good idea because, you know, that could actually alter, you know what I'm saying, what what your actual future is going to be because <clears throat> let's just say, like, for, like, example, like, let's say, like, you did something, like, real terrible, like, <laughs> um, as far as, you know, um, just trying to think. Let's just say something, like, real, real, like, terrible like that. You know, somebody held a yeah, baby. I mean, I mean, I don't know if it like no, if that drastic. Nah, not that nah, extreme because nah, nah. we're not promoting like death. No, but, but, um, I'll say like something like you did somebody wrong, right? Like it was like something untrustworthy, like you yeah, like yeah, you cheated. So if you could go back and like right that wrong and change the future, you know that'll you know kind of change like the outlook and it'll make you almost seem like a you know different person because you you were able to actually go ahead and change that because i feel like if you go into the future and try to see ahead of time it's like you know you see that ahead of time but it's like do you know how you're going to change it or how it got to that like so so to that point in five years from now you could be dead like i'm saying like i've said before I mean, nobody knows uh, when their last day is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, life's a bitch and you die. That's why we get high because you never know when you're going to go. <laughs> the cold nods on that. Um, and it's very much true because, like. AZ was actually the one that said it. Oh, yeah. Dang. Scratch that. AZ said it. My bad. AZ was on um, Stillmatic, right? You know, niggas got to watch it back. It's so cold. That song. Oh, it's called The Flyest, my bad. It's on Stillmatic, The Flyest. We The Flyest Gangster. Anyway, but to the point, you could be dead in the in five years. You don't know that. And you know what I mean? That's, that's depressing, but we're going to move away from that. To the point. That was me knocking on wood for this, like, sabotaging-ass nigga. No. <laughs> you. Don't wish death on me. I'm not wishing death on you. I'm just saying. Hypothetically. Death can happen to any of us. It's going to happen to any of us. But to the point, um, if you fix the past, if you fix the past, you could you could fuck some shit up. And you know what I mean by that? You could. Um, it's funny because Family Guy actually did an episode on this. You know, Brian um, stopped 9-11, but then, world, but then a third world war happened. It could be some kind of shit like that. Did you watch that Family Guy episode? I thought you were talking about the one when... Um they 
They found the old version of Stewie. That's the same episode, bro. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I mean, Zoo. Yeah, Shit, it's been like 10 years since I've seen the episode. Well, not 10 years. <laughs> Zoo. Oh, like, at least good four or five, though, since I've seen that one. But no, to my point, I, I, I don't agree with that. But, I mean... I know I previously said go back in the past and fix some mistakes, but that could really dramatically affect the present. Like Dre said before, I could I could stop myself from fucking this girl, but then, but then if I stop myself fucking this girl, um, World War Three happens, or s- s- some crazy shit like that, or I I don't I choose I choose not to um, go to school, and then and then I end up homeless. You see what I'm saying? That could, that's some, that's some shit that could happen. So I'd rather see my future. I know I said previously see my past, but I need to see my future. So that way I can prevent what's going to happen to me in the future if anything bad is going to happen. Or, you know, just let time happen if, if anything good is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, question, Dre. Have you heard um, Kamikaze? Yeah. All of it? Yeah. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean... Actually, Marcus, what do you think about it? <laughs> no, no, no. What, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, after Dre finishes talking, Marcus, come in. This is go out. But um, so I actually listened to the. This shit came out what about about two weeks ago. I want to say like around that uh, yeah, around yeah, that time frame. That's Friday, I think. Damn. Like, I think it's. I think it sold like a million records already. Damn, it's only been a week. It felt like it been longer. But anyway, um, the shit. This is actually like pretty fire to me like um i didn't know how i was gonna react to him being on you know, like a bunch of like new age beats like take keith like the dude that makes shit for a uh, block boy j like you mean shoo? yeah like yeah he was he was yeah like at least yeah like the dude take Keith, who make all those beats for him travis got Drake. like he had about three or four beats on eminem album so like he had like two or three beats from mike will which I didn't know how it would sound, but like the shit was actually like hard as hell. He was riding those beats. Um, it kind of, it kind of found, it kind of, kind of felt like a little bit older M. Like you got like a mix of like OM and like new M. But I don't know, like people, people was like, um, they don't like like recovery, relapse M. But I mean, I like some of that stuff, like. Matter of fact, you was, you was playing one of, uh, shit, I can never think of the name of that song, but when he started off the line, he was like, I was born with a dick in my brain, brain I'm fucked in the head. head. Like, that's, like, that's like my shit, though. So I, I, I like kind of both mixed of him, though, but that one was hard to me, though. Like, the bars, bars was hard, beat choice was hard, and, like, all around what he was talking about was good okay. to me, though. So, uh, now, just to be clear, just to be clear, uh, did KOD come out this year, too? 420. Yeah, 420. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, yep. cool, cool. So, Marcus, go ahead, um, put your input on it, and then I'll put mine on there, too. Uh, so, on the Kamikaze album, like, coming into it, like, listening to it, I was kind of anticipating, you know, that <clears throat> Eminem was going to go the route of, you know, trying to go at, like, you know, some of the people that, you know, kind of trashed, like, his last album. Because I'm going to be honest, like, I didn't listen to the last album, I probably listened to, like, the first single that came out, and that was, like, disappointing to me. So I didn't even, like, to be honest, I didn't even check for his album, like, the last one because 
<clears throat> I heard that niggas was just like trashing it all over Twitter. They they said it was terrible. So Kamikaze overall, um, the production was good. Kind of like, you know, what Dre was saying, like, I kind of felt like the old M was in there in some of the songs. And you got a little bit of like, you know, new M, like recovery, relapse, and which <clears throat> I kind of say like to me, my, my favorite M is, you know, probably like Slim Shady M. So that's why I kind of vibe with this album a lot is because, you know, he kind of gave me that that feeling on a lot of songs, um, you know, that Slim Shady, you know, he he still got it. Like he he pretty much like kind of was almost like saying that, hey, I'm still out here. I'm still Eminem. I'm like I'm still here. Like, right. I'm still Slim Shady and I'm still relevant. And y'all can come at me if you want. But I got straight fire. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. So here's my opinion on Eminem. Um, Kamikaze. It's, it was very good. I liked it a lot. Um, in the sense of yeah, like you said before, you know, old M and new M all in there. I mean, it was it was it was a good album. It was a good album. My bad. I'm trying to make sure I don't say album because <laughs> Draven knacking knacking at me for saying that wrong for a minute. So all right, album. Yeah, it was a great album and. You know, new and old M in there, and like, just, just, just great, just great damn music. You feel me? I mean, now I'll say this: uh, the best album for this year that that's come out so far, and there's more album albums to come out this year. Kod, I think, I think that was the, I think that's been my most favorite r- rap album. Now, no, let me clarify: hip hop rap album. My favorite r- hip hop rap album of this year. It's been my favorite so far. Cole, you're my dog. That album hard as fuck. But have you listened to Book of Ryan or J Rock album? If you haven't listened to Book of Ryan by Royce the Five Nine or J Rock album, you can't say that. Well, I got myself a homework assignment. Let's check out Book of Ryan and um J Rock's new album for this year. Okay. Like Is it I, if, wait, is J Rock's album the one where he um can't got King's Dead on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I really loved King's Dead. Honestly, I mean, nigga, that song song been out before the album. That was on Black Panther. That was like, (laughs) that's the only song you heard off there. Like you heard even when. I'm gonna be real with you, man. I I have not, and this is this is what I'm gonna say because we 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 got to be careful with with context that we say around Dre. I have not been listening to a lot of J Rock's music this year. However, because you've told me that J Rock came out with an album, and I like J Rock, I really, I think I think he's um, he's one of the best guys in this game right now in terms of uh, not just good songs but good lyrics. I'm gonna I'm gonna check him out. I mean, yeah, and I'm also gonna check out Royce the Five Nines of Booker Ryan. Royce is a hard MC. Like a lot of niggas sleep on Roy. I think I'm not even gonna lie. Like niggas sleep on Roy. My favorite songs. Royce, like, I'm in. Sorry, my bad. Royce. Probably, it's, it's, it's hard to say the whole year, but within like the last. The year's shit, not over yet. Three to four months. I mean, still. We got like two, three months. Somebody had to drop like something amazing to steal the show. But within the last three or four months, though, like, he got this song called Power. That shit is like so fucking wrong. Not, like, not to get twisted with um, Power by Kanye West. I said Royce the five nine. He got a song I, 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 Nigga, 
Whatever, man. You know what I mean, niggas got the same like song titles. Some niggas got the same album titles. Yeah, some some niggas' album titles are anonymous. That means they're named after themselves. Okay, my son ain't gonna flex. I ain't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, so um, to your point, yes. So speaking of power, by the way, I forgot to remind y'all guys: if you haven't watched Power, the season finale, or any of the episodes, you better cut the you better cut it off right now, like. Stop listening. So we all saw the episode of Power and Angela got shot in the chest and goes all depressing shit because Tommy did it. He just go right to the end. Like he didn't get no re- get no recap. Well, that, of it. that that was the that was the highlight of the episode. Well, I in my opinion, other than um okay, so let's start from the beginning. Angela been caught basically um the feds been suspecting that Aiden and the bedding. Angela has been assisting Ghost, Tommy, and all them other niggas with covering up the crime of Tariq killing the detective dude, the corrupt detective guy. And she was, you know what I'm saying? And because that was the case, the feds is like, okay, shit. Well, Angela up the sun, let's 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 do some let's do some investigating. And you know uh, so before you before you get into your long recap or like the season finale. Now which that would be funny. What was like still like is laughing. What was like the uh what was your biggest takeaway from season five? That's my main question for y'all. What was your biggest takeaway from season five? They killing not a lot of niggas. That's one of the takeaways. <laughs> they killing a lot of niggas. Niggas is getting hella fired out here cause uh they they sent them the end of the killing script. <laughs> but no, so the takeaway the takeaway of everything is when you know like you said before shifts in power i think that's why it's called power because there's constant shifts in power in each season yeah, you, you must be don't watch court when she do a recap after the show well i forgot you don't got stars now you're trying to be funny though like no i don't got stars she do like a recap after it goes off though so she's been saying that for like the last four or five years though like damn yeah. power's been on for the past five years 2014 shit Damn, we've came a long way, my G. We came a long way. That's very interesting. We have came a long way. Um, but yeah, so my biggest takeaway from that is, you know, um, just because you think you good and everything seems like it's good, doesn't mean that it is. The absence of evidence is the ev- is not the evidence of absence, if that makes any sense. Um, so Marcus, what's your biggest takeaway your biggest takeaway from it? Go ahead. Uh, I'd say my biggest takeaway is shout out to Roland, by the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the boy Roland. But um, my biggest takeaway is that, like, it's almost like you keep your friends close, but you keep your enemies closer. That's kind of what I got from the season five a little bit, because protection. yeah, because I mean, you you got it where it it's almost like it kind of to me, in my opinion, it felt like. Angela was kind of like the enemy and it's kind of like watch like that season unfold. It's like she almost becomes friends because she knows something that could help, you know, ghost Tasha and, um, and Keisha and, you know, the rest of them. So, you know, that way, um, it works out for everybody. And it's almost like, kind of like being like a team player, which they like actually quote that like several times in there. Um, but, I say that's my biggest takeaway is like kind of 
you know, keeping your friends closer, but your enemies like even closer. So. Uh, for me, it was uh, it was episode eight, season five. It took my dog, Kane, in a way like. He like, killed his son, man. Come on, nigga, you gonna have your time to talk? Don't chime in when I talk. <laughs> Rolling Junior over here. But I'm just mad because like all those quotables are gonna be gone from the show, like. <laughs> Last year, whatever he said, whatever he said, that nigga did, he did that shit. Like, random shit like that, that they threw in there. Like, I'm going to miss shit like that. Um, let me see. And, it, and the other biggest thing I took is, like, I'm just ready to see where, like, Tyreek's storyline go in the next season. Because this nigga already, like, setting up drug deals with the Italians and shit. So, like, I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of mad at you, Courtney, for not putting them in the in the season like season finale, and you and you you hurt my heart though because you on, on episode nine you was like too much to fit in one hour, so I'm like oh shit we get in hour and thirty two hours, and we get seventy one minutes. Now the episode was still fire. I'm not gonna take that from you. It's still fire. But you can't tease me like that. Talking about more than one hour and give us only ten extra minutes. Come on, come on, Courtney. You know, you know what you was doing with that. But anyway, and besides that, um, goddamn, they try to kill. They try to. They try to kill my baby. I ain't gonna. I'm gonna just let y'all watch the next season to see what happened. But they try to kill my baby. But that's crazy though. That's crazy. Um, Angela dying, man. Uh, do I, do I do I feel? Like that sucks, or is she dead? Or is she dead? It never said. It never said. It never said. Watch the next season. I don't think they're gonna kill her off that easy. They might say like the bullets missed two inches from the heart or something like that. Oh yeah, another thing. I mean, who's to say she wasn't wearing a vest though? Oh yeah. Also, who's to say? Who's? Ah, I forgot what I was gonna say, but she actually pushed ghosts out the way, which is, which is admirable because that meant she wanted ghosts to live. To live on. That's love, man. That's love. Even though it's cheating ass love, I mean it's love. <laughs> this nigga this nigga wow. Yeah, yeah. But no, so um Kanan was kind of a dick. Uh but he was he was he was he was a dick that I kinda liked. You know what I'm saying? The most fucked up pause, the biggest pause of all time. I'm not he gonna even put that in that I like. That's the biggest pause of all time. Did you did you think about that before you said that, bro? No, I didn't. Because like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, man. Like, and, and we're gonna get a, a little off subject. I would. I, I know. I know in my heart, hearts that I'm a heterosexual male. So we good. So when I say he's a dick, that actually like I don't mean like. I guess you don't that care. Tent. I guess you don't care about the social media. He's like niggas would edit that clip in the fucking in a heartbeat. Like, uh, they ain't gotta edit the clip if I take that part out. That's true, but I'm not gonna take it out because I don't give a fuck. Um, but like, here's the thing: Kanan, when Kanan killed his son, I'm like, damn, bro, Jesus Christ, why did you? Why would you do that? When when he said, when he said, you're right, I ain't your daddy because you don't deserve to be my son. That's what made me stop liking Kanan. I mean, I get the whole he was trying to kill um fuck Ghost up because Ghost put put his ass in jail pretty much, and you know even even when Ghost explained his reasons, you know if if it were up to Kane and Kane would stay the street nigga. He wasn't trying to accelerate. 
or elevate to new heights. And it doesn't change the fact that it was still fucked up. And Kanan sparing Ghost was actually interesting. But when you listen to the season later, you know, it, it's pretty much obvious that he was going to end up betraying later on. So his, his so his loyalty wasn't entirely to ghosts. I mean, I wouldn't be too nigga. His, you just you put my ass in jail. His loyalty was to Tariq. Tariq, which is why he didn't kill him, even though Tariq intentionally got his ass killed. Yeah, I thought that nigga was gone. I was like, sheesh, that shit was wild. No, like honestly, go get the strap. The biggest, the biggest scene, um. What's the biggest season, scene of the season? Well, let me... Let me but yeah, go me, ahead. Yeah, let me finish the statement. So, like, somebody was going to die, but it did happen. Like, even bigger than that moment was from the from the finale when uh, Angela had brought Tasha over there to talk about, like, the next steps of the case. You know, they was about to drink some wine or some shit like that. And Angela go lock the door. And Tasha do some sneaky shit. Oh, she pulled it. Bruh, bruh. bruh. Oh my god, like my bad, bro. You say roll roller junior, you can't help but steal somebody thunder. Roller junior. But uh but uh so like damn Tasha do some sneaky shit and unlock the door and Tommy came in. Bro, I thought my I thought my baby was gone right there. I thought like, damn, they about to cap her like even close even blinking my eye, like, damn, she about to die right here. Yeah, I can't kill Angela like this. I really thought she was gone at that moment though, but she got past that though, so at least for that, at least for that ten minutes, ten minutes or so. So to me, I think the biggest part of that season, like <clears throat> it was, I can't remember the episode, but I know it was because you know, shout out to Tommy because he's my favorite character on Power. It's when he had to like actually kill Teresi, you know, because he had heard that you know that he was snitching on him, and. And it turned out not to be true, but he didn't know it at the time, you know, from that specific episode, because I remember clearly at the end, you know, he didn't really want to do it Um, because you could tell at the end when he went, you know, to go see his mom. And once he went to go see his mom, he was like, damn, you're right. And she was like, you know, see, I I told you because he was like, "I, I killed him. But you could kind of see like the emotion like in Tommy's face, even though he was like, yeah, I killed him. But that was still my father. And it's like, he never had like a relationship with the father. So it, you know, the, I, I feel the like only the only chance for him to like, really have like some type of relationship with his father, which he was, they were really, you know, going somewhere like, and having like a good relationship uh, with each other. Um, but he just, you know, felt, you know, so bad. Cause it's almost like you kind of felt that Tommy was almost like a, a kid at, at that point again, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, damn, I just, like, kill my fucking dad. Like, I can't call dad no more, you know? So I, I feel like that's the biggest scene, you know, um, from the season. Trey, can you tell me who the director of Power is again? Is a woman. Courtney Kemp. Kemp. Courtney Kemp. Shout out to her because that was a good. She's the creator, show director, main writer. Main and writer. executive producer is 50. Yeah, I think she. Got you, got I think, you. I think she may direct every now and then, but she's, like, the showrunner and everything. <clears throat> Yeah, Courtney Kemp, man. Shout out to her, man, for a great damn season of Power. That was a and she black and she black too. Let's 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 put that out there, cause cause we cause I mean, despite some 
some of the stuff because you some of y'all niggas be twisting my rhetoric. We love our black queens over here. You feel me? Just letting you know. But no, so shout out to her because man, it was a, it was a, it was a great damn season, and it's been a great damn show so far. I'm like, hey, last thing, please give me twelve or thirteen episodes. Come on, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Make yeah. the seasons longer. See, yeah, y'all got y'all got stars in the chokehold. Like they gonna do whatever y'all say right now. Like if you, if you can't get twelve, at least give me one more episode out of there. No, like come on, y'all can do it. <laughs> what if what if Angela what if Angela survived and she's like in a coma and shit, and then at the end of the season for next year season she wakes up out of it. At the end of the season, yeah. Uh, I mean, that'll be a crazy setup for like, because they're not going past seven. That'd be a crazy setup for like their final season. They're not going past seven. No, nah, they've been saying that for the longest. At least I know fifty percent that for the longest. Like we're going to seven seasons, even before they got a renewal for f- season five. Like we're going seven seasons. Gotcha, gotcha. Word, word. That's that's I mean, dope. Courtney, I think I was either I was watching one of her like recaps after the show or. So I'm a big TV head, so like, I I look up I look up shit while sh- while the show's going on, and even after it goes off, like Breaking Bad been off the air for like five years. I still like research shit about that because that show's still like I'm obsessed with it. I love same, Breaking Bad. Same thing with Power though. Um, oh fuck, what else, what was I talking about? Damn, you was talking about like you look up episode facts or whatever during the episodes. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I was I was looking up some shit. Oh fuck, my bad, my bad. What is what was I talking about, Courtney? Before that, like uh, before I said so I was looking up shit, I was saying something about Courtney. Um, you said thirteen more. Ep- give me thirteen episodes. Nah, I was past that. Whole, you said no more. Se- no, uh, won't go past the seven season. Yeah, cause um. So, realistically, Buddy, huh? shut the fuck up. <laughs> realistically, now I have honestly, I have short term memory, but um, realistically, she wanted to stop at like five seasons. So, like, if it was up to her, it would have been it would have been done after this season. But the network, they were like, we need more from you. So, like, it was like, all right, if y'all gonna, if y'all, if y'all move, share about the money. We gonna like. We're gonna prolong this story a little bit longer. Fifty or fifty always wanted to go seven. Ideally she wanted to do like five though, but um they I mean they found a way to scratch it though. I just trying to see how this storyline go turn out in season six now that Tommy and Ghost actually beefing with each other. I mean, cause you, you had like a little bit of that at like the end of season two going into season three. Cause whole season three it was like, well, I said like the first half of it. It was supposed to be Tommy going out to kill ghosts because of Lobos. Word, but that never happened. But now it's more serious because he actually tried to shoot the nigga. So I don't know how this gonna turn out. Wow, word, word, word. All right, so <clears throat> this is a sidebar. This is a little sidebar or whatever, but like Dre is DeAndre is the champ, man. <laughs> what I mean by that is, I, I remember years ago seeing some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. This is this is crazy. Dre did this. Dre was getting a twerk in from this girl that had this that had his fat ass, bro. I swear to God, like it was it was so fat. 
and like and like this nigga this nigga grabbed her by the waist with two hands and then he no hand that shit she was throwing it back on him hard and he bounced on his right leg <laughs> and like that shit was amazing i wish i could do that <laughs> he was wild <laughs> but was, oh, wait, but no man that that was that was highlight that was a highlight of i think my sophomore year what what I what I would, would would do a party with Dre, I don't know how the fuck he did that. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what movie we talking about. Honestly, when I mean we danced with a girl, it just for me personally, I just I just move with the booty though. <laughs> That's what I did. I like, it, and, and he no handed that shit like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Brandon Wallace. Man. Okay, but now um, on to more serious shit. So. Um, the song that I was talking about in the previous com- podcast by Nirvana is called In Bloom. And basically, the message of the song is you listen to niggas listen to music, but don't understand the meaning of the music. So, like, Ooh, they. Before you go that, like, from. Ooh, shit, 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 shit. What's the song with, what's the song with Jay-Z and Eminem? Renegade. Renegade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of my like one of my favorite lines from Jay Z to this day, like, and I quote this all the time because it's it's relevant as fuck. He said, "Do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it?" Like that's Ooh. that's like that's like relevant as fuck. Like word, and that came out oh one. It's like almost twenty years later. Yeah, the blueprint seven, was like seven, seventeen years seventeen later. years ago. Niggas don't actually listen to music; they just like listen to it once and then decide. Five seconds of it, go to the next song. I'll just go off somebody else's opinions. Like that's why somebody somebody could tell me, "Oh, this shit trash. This shit trash." But did I'm you a, actually listen to I'm it? I'm gonna listen to myself before I give that my opinion. Right. And like I don't know, maybe 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 I'm a different, more different user, different listener than most people. Like even if I Word. hear like one bad song by someone, I gotta like before I just write them off. I have to like either listen to like. Like a full, I had to listen to a full project before I just say, "Oh, someone's garbage." Okay, like you heard one song, well, that could be one song you don't like, but you hear someone else hear something else you like about it. Right, right. So to say to that, so here's what you would say in that case, based on what I've heard, I don't like his music. Now that's not to say that my opinion won't change. That's typically what I say. But no, nah, I I get it. Before, um, here's an album I really didn't like. Um, Jesus, I didn't like Jesus at all. And I, I didn't just listen to Yeezus once before I decided, okay, I don't like this album. I listened to Yeezus multiple times before I decided, okay, yeah, this album ain't for me. Um, now, some albums, um, this is a rock album. I'm pretty sure y'all don't know. You know about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Marcus? I heard of them. I've, I've heard of them, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think I know about a couple of songs, but that's about it. Yeah, well, yeah the Red Hot Chili Peppers are my favorite um, artists of all time. But in the sense of that, there are there are albums that they made that I didn't really like. Like there's this album called One Hot Minute. Go check it out. Um, where I didn't like, I liked a few songs, but I didn't like it overall as an album. Um, and there's a album called Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Pause. Sex Magic. Why you had to pause that? I don't know. I was just, I was just saying sex. But yeah, the the song the album is called Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It was made in 1991. Um. I listened to that album multiple times. I have every single song on that on my Spotify. I love that album. 
And the reason why I say that is because I listened to it multiple times and it has a lot of messages that pertain to me. Like under the bridge, you should check that out, Dre. Um, uh, you should too, Marcus. It's 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 a good damn song. I'm not I'm I'm not saying it might sound good to you, but look at the lyrics. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of songs that's out there that musically, now I mean sonically to my ears don't sound good, but the message in the lyrics, like when you read the lyrics, good song. You see what I'm saying? Or good message. Like for example, um, what's 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 a what's a song I didn't really like, but it was a good message. New slaves, new slaves, um, on Jesus. Even though I didn't like the song itself, the message to it was good enough to me to where I said, okay, this is, this is good. I can understand that, um, but I think most people nowadays like. They go, they go off a of beat as opposed to like lyrics. Lyrics first. Um, me, I have to like, I have to like what you're saying. Like, twenty Montana. Like even, even if it's um, no matter like, Montana. no matter what genre, like. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just do a hip hop first. So no matter if it's like, like lyrical rap. Fly rap. You can chime in after this. Um, this nigga just like getting they like having they fun with it. Even even with shit like that, like if it was like some hype, catchy, up tempo shit, I still have to like what they're saying. Cause it, it, if I want to vibe to it, cause like if I want to be hype and catchy with it, I gotta be know how to say like the words to it. Um, and then I mean the beat plays a part in it. That's what's gonna attract like the listener to the song, but it has to be something. To keep them there like same thing with a girl like like her fate like if you compare a girl to a song like her beat well her face her face her body would be like the beat but like her personality would be like the lyrics of course like the beat gonna track you there but it's gonna have to be something to keep you there in my opinion i think that <clears throat> when it comes to like music that for me personally, I feel like if it does, you know, have like something that's that I can relate to and also like has a message to it, then, you know, that's fine. Not to say that. I mean, of course, like you said, like a lot of, you know, people out here, you know, they listen for just the beat because they just have like that specific ear for that certain type of sound. <clears throat> for me, I feel like if I can, you know, kind of relate to what you're saying and I can maybe think back to a time where it's like oh man well I experienced that so you know I I, I know where you're coming from or like I, I feel you on that then I feel like I can you know vibe with the music better and you know and actually like follow the artist you know uh more closely because I, I will say that like a lot of times when I'm looking like to like listen to certain type of music I try to go, and I don't know if a lot of people do this, but I try to go and like do like a, I say like a back background check, like almost like seeing like how the you know the rapper or the artist like came up, mm-hmm. and you know that coincides with their music, you know, because a lot of times where they come from, you know that's that's what their music is gonna breed. Now that's that's not to say that you know I don't like like the the catchy tunes, you know, or the catchy songs with a nice hook, you know, something like that. But, um, 
I mean, if they're not really saying nothing, then it's it's hard for me to really listen because, in my opinion, you know, it, it's all about you know how I can relate to the artist. Look, before you uh, before you chime in, so like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, got you off right but um, I've been doing that for a minute, so go ahead. So I just kind of and I kind of explain like my my musical like listening and why like I try not to just listen to one type of like hip hop or like music like because where I when I was coming when I was coming like in I would say like all the way up into like eighth maybe ninth grade even like I would just on like. So like goes on like some snobby shit where I'd be like, I'm only listening to like lyrical rap. Don't get me wrong, like in that in that in that point in time frame, you had like your snap shit and all that, but like which I which I like and I, I still like to this day. Like that shit come on, I'm gonna do it. But my main my main type of music I would listen to was like like lyrical rap, all that. I even had like my PSP had like shit downloaded on there. I just go like shout out to PSP too, cause I had this um. Yeah, this FMM radio station where you can find like, uh, it was like an internet station where you find like classic rap and hip hop shit. Where I find people like, I, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Damn, I just find like a bunch of crazy people like poor righteous teachers. Just, just like, name a few. But anyway, besides that, what made me start listening to a bunch of different people was like experience different shit. So mm-hmm. I would say like around. I mean, I went to like one or two parties in ninth grade, but I really started going out more into my sophomore year, junior year. So I'm going out there, like I'm talking about high school, but going out, I don't want to hear no lyrical miracle shit when I'm out there, like in a party environment. I'm trying to get on yeah. ass. So yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> when when I'm there, like I'm in the environment of, of the party, so I start like. Damn, I I appreciate this shit more because I'm in the atmosphere where it's meant for. So like the shit means more to me. Like so at that point, like I started liking dance music more, just as much as I would like like lyrical rap though. Like, Word. cause you and I'm in an environment where it's meant to be, so I understand it more. If you just like, if you just sitting in your room all day, or you like you just sitting like in at school, then you, of course you're not gonna understand like. People do like trap music or people do like dance music because you're not in the environment. Like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of got like more of a feel of everything, experiencing more and more than one environment. So, like, I appreciate every aspect of music a little bit more. Just from my my experience, though. Yeah, yeah. To your point, um, when I hear when I hear Laffy Taffy, you know, I'm I automatically throw my arms forward, lean back, and then snap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, as soon as I hear that shit, you know, man, I mean, yeah. Lyrical Miracles have its time and its place, and so does, um, you know, quote-unquote mumble rap. It has its time and its place. 20 Montana. <laughs> is it Tony Montana or is it 20 Montana? <laughs> 20? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was watching I was watching a video on YouTube called Evolution of Mumble Rap, and it had futures of uh, Tony Montana on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then on, the, on the on the caption it's it had like some subtitles or some shit. It said twenty Montana. He's like, man, I remember seeing that shit, man. I was so high as fuck, I couldn't even open my mouth. <laughs> Is it my future? Yeah, but nah. So um, to the point. Yeah, lyrical miracles have its time and its place, and so does so does party music. Okay, 
party music is obviously music that's made to make you get turned up. I mean, it's not gonna. It probably not gonna make sense lyrically. If it does, good. But it's not gonna. It's not some music that's gonna make you think. You feel me? I mean, well, well, well. Let me clarify. It'll make you think about okay. When I when I when I hear booting me down, okay, it's gonna make me think. Okay, I need to I need to get get on some ass right now. You know what I'm saying? Or if I if I hear um. What's that? What's that song? And she twerk. And she twerk. I forgot what it's called. Is it? I think it's called Twerk Song. Honestly. <laughs> I see it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking. Okay. Cash out. Yeah. Cash out. And uh, you know, slap on the booty or whatever. I'm thinking. Okay. I need. I need to give me. I need to give me. Uh, give me a twerk again. Or if I'm listening to um, Walk Up Flock of Flame, you know, Hard in the Paint. You know, I mean, I'm turning up to that shit. You feel me? But yeah, that's that's pretty much all there is to it. But yeah, um, this has been quite a long podcast, so I think we probably should end it a little bit. So before um we 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 make our closing, you know, I want to say send a, you know uh, prayers out there to the families who were affected by Hurricane Florence. Luckily, me and my gods were weren't affected too much. But, you know, those that were affected, we want to go ahead and send prayers to them. And we also want to go ahead and send prayers to Mac Miller and his family, too. And anyone else who passed away. I think Burt Reynolds passed away, too, as well, right? Yeah, I heard that. I'm so sorry. I didn't know who that was. I know the name, but blessings and peace to you all the same, though. Yeah, rest in peace to them. And um, another Oh, what was I about to say? I was about to say, we need to get a, we need to get a female guest on here, bro. Do you think you think of anybody that can like okay so we're gonna go ahead and say this if you um interested in coming on to the podcast please give me a sh- shot in my um inbox in my Instagram you know I am Brandon nineteen ninety five shoot me a message I can come to you depending upon how far you are because <laughs> because if you far as hell like if you expected me to get in my car and then drive all the way to Wilmington I'm not going there I'm gonna be like bro it's Wilmington though. But before we sign out, what's uh, what's your favorite song by Mac though? Best day ever. Best day ever. Um, yeah, best day ever. Um, what's the use is good too. I love that song, man. Um, I would kind of say it's between two songs, but I really like Blue Slide Park. Oh man, that's a really good song. Like, yeah, I I always go back and listen right. to that. <clears throat> and then probably the other one is Donald Trump. Like that's my shit. Like I've always liked Donald Trump. Even though it's by, you know, his name, and you know he's president right now, but regardless this, of that, this, I like the track. This was all right. I mean, I think, you gotta, you gotta apologize. That was like five, six years ago. Well, yeah, this was no, when seven, Donald Trump seven, wasn't bad. Seven eight, seven, eight years ago, longer than that. Yeah, this was when Donald Trump's um views or so aren't weren't as repulsive or out to the public. His his repulsive views weren't out to the public. So I mean, because like. A lot of Donald Trump's views, I mean, they're very, uh, and I don't know whoever's listening to me, to this podcast, who might be a Trump supporter. I mean, whatever. Cool. I don't fuck with Trump like that. Because, not because of what he said, but also what he's done politically. And we're not going to get too much in that because Dre don't know about politics. But no, so, um, to the point, we- You going to cut me off? Let me not answer my own question. Okay, Dre, go ahead. My bad. Sorry, <laughs> I really rolling Jewel right now. I cut my mic off. At this point, I heard a click.
But um, damn, that's tough. I can't just say one. Uh, Nike's on my feet definitely got to be on the list. Like that's a fucking good ass song. That's bro. my shit. Like word. I'm not even gonna lie. I had to once I heard the news last week. I definitely had to smoke to that when I heard that news. But um, Nike's on my feet is one. Um. Um, it's 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 one of the songs of best day ever. Honestly, I like that whole mixtape. Um, that mixtape was fire. You could wear my hat. I like that. Um, God damn, that's a lucky ass bitch. I like the song he got with <laughs> Juicy J. That shit hard. Fuck, it's so many though. Like, um, Juicy J. Motto. Small worlds off his last off his last album, man. That that they really like. That even made me more sadder though, cause like, small worlds, bro is just gonna go on tour. Like, I definitely wanted to see that live though. Like, just what he was saying on that song. Um, I ain't right. ramble ram on that's that's like at least three or four I can think off the top of the head though. But word, damn, word, but yeah, yeah so um. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. And, you know, it, it sucks, man. Think about it, man. Like, damn, there's so much good music that was going to come out or is going to come out. And, bruh, it's gone. And, you know what? The worst part about it is it happened on my birthday. So, that means when I turn 24 next year, I'm going to be thinking, ah, oh, shit, Mac Miller died last year. Hey. R.P. Mac. Mac Miller died on your birthday? I buried my granddad on my birthday. Damn. Yeah, so so I got that's something I gotta think about when uh he died. Well sorry to go on a sad note, y'all. <laughs> yeah, my it was well I'm I'm over it. Well not not saying I'm over him passing, but I'm not sad about it anymore. But he died a day after my brother's birthday. And he was buried on my birthday, so that's something I always think about when my birthday comes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on um to a more um, other point, because that's that's depressing that shit. If you want to come on Buckwild and the Loud King, I mean, uh, reach me by uh, my Instagram. I am Brandon nineteen ninety five. I can call you and like I can set up the mic or whatever to where it picks up the audio on the phone or whatever. Or I can come to you depending upon how far you are, because I'm not driving because I'm not driving from here to Wilmington. I mean, if you're in Raleigh, I can do that. Or if you're in Mebane, I can do that. Or like if you're in you know, anywhere in the triangle, like here in Chapel Hill, I could I could do that, and maybe I could call like Dre on the phone because Dre has his own microphone, like, and he could just send the audio to me, and then I can edit it and make it sound good. Uh, never underestimate my audio editing skills. You feel me? But not nah, so Buckwild and the Loud King. I'm your host Buckwild, and you know, peace out, man. I mean, this has been a great ass podcast. We gotta have Marcus on here more often because <laughs> he definitely offers a different perspective. But yeah, Buckwild and the Loud King signing out. Have a good day, man. Zoo. Zoo.